The scene begins with Barry White and his best friend, Joe Cluggins, sitting down to Christmas Eve dinner at Barry's house. They're having a lively conversation. And then the turkey says, What's the matter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That has to be the boogies thing I've heard in quite a while. Uh, this was a great idea, Barry. Christmas Eve dinner at your house. I know. And since your wife and kids are away visiting her parents, we get a feast like kids. I know. Colonel Clutter's chicken wings have never tasted this good. Oh, I swear, Jeff, for as long as I've known you, never met a man who could eat so many chicken wings. Remember that time back in Albuquerque of, what was it, uh, 2007, when we tried to open in our food trucks coming down the hallways? Hey, we were making a real profit until that health inspector shut us down. The look on his face when he tasted our crimson red super blaze of El Diablo like your hair on fire hot wings. With the mix up that morning, we labeled them as miles. Well, Barry, it has been a new and a half, uh, but it's getting late and my dog needs to be let out. Oh, oh, we having such a good time. Oh, well, what time will you be here tomorrow morning? Probably around nine or so. Uh, say, I hear it, they're showing It's a Wonderful Life on the cable channel tonight. That's my favorite Christmas movie. Uh, what's yours? Well, Joe, to be honest, I don't really have a favorite. Really? Not the British? It's a Wonderful Life, Home Alone, White Christmas, any of them? Actually, I've never seen any of those. What? Well, you know we didn't have much when I was a kid, and after college I was always moving around. I like that's something quite what you call convention. The only real Christmas movie I've seen is Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer 2. It's Grandpa's turn. Now that has to be the worst Christmas movie I have never heard of. Uh, listen, tonight they're going to be having a Christmas movie marathon on Channel 96. You should check out some of those classics. Oh, well, I gotta get going. I'll see you in the morning. Well, see you later, Terminator. After a while, Benjamin Kyle. Well, I better be headed to bed. The scene begins with Barry lying in his bed, wearing his favorite fire truck pajamas. <laughs> well, I'll watch enough TV for one night. Jump the cuticle trees! Look at that time! It's one o'clock in the morning! Better get the snoozing and cruising. Barry uses the remote to turn off the TV and turns off the lamp on his dresser. The lights go down, and music for time passing ensues, perhaps the Jeopardy theme, while Barry snores really, really loud. Suddenly, the clock chimes, and he hears chains rattle down the hall, followed by a moaning ghost. Uh, Holy hilarious Hanukkah! It sounds like a ghost! Barry stares terrified at the door. He hears the knob turn and the door creak, but then he hears the knob rattling and the door being banged on. Obviously, the ghost is having some trouble opening the door. Then, the ghost of Colonel Cluckers enters. Barry White! Barry White! Whoa! whoa. Mm. Barry White! Oh my goodness! You're Colonel Cluckers! Why, it's an honor to meet you, but I didn't know you were dead. Well, now, sir, of course I'm dead. I was born in the 1800s. I've been dead for decades. <laughs> but I just saw you on a TV the other day. Why, son, that man's no more than a lip-smacking poker. I've come to warn you, Bernie. Um, it's Barry. Uh, 
whatever, Bobby. I'm just here to warn you that three spirits are coming to show you the air of your ways tonight. What is? Besides ripping the tag on my mattress, I'm committed any crimes. Well, lately. Well, I don't rightly know. That's their business, not mine. Well, I gotta be off. Remember, the first one will come right after I leave. The second one comes around too. And the third one, well, his boss broken, so he'll be coming whenever. But Colonel, please don't leave me. Don't you have any words of comfort you can give me to endure this night? In fact, I do, son. Remember to get a four-dollar fill-up meal and try our new Nashville hot chicken at your local KFC. It's lip-smacking good. It's lip-smacking good. It's lip-smacking good. The lightning comes on after Colonel Clepper's leaves. The ghost of Christmas past walks in. Very wise. It is I, the ghost of Christmas past. Grab the hold of him the hem of my sleeve, and I shall transport you to the past for of a Christmas where. Oh, thanks, but no. What? Don't you want to see your past? You must embrace the truth. You can't handle the truth. I'll cozy in my bed and I'll try to get some sleep. So leave me alone. Grab the hem of my sleeve. No. Starts running around the room while the ghost of Christmas past keeps saying, Grab the head of my sleeve! And look at that! You've run out of time. Oh, look at that, I've run out of time. <laughs> You're gonna tell me my bath in only a minute or two? Christmas present appears before him, filling the room with a bountiful feast. Barry White, I am the ghost of Christmas present, and I am here to take you on an extraordinary journey throughout the city. In the present, we will see the lives of those you know as they are right now, thanks to my magical torch. You may also be curious about my scabbard that has no sword. You see, it represents Wait a minute! While the ghost of Christmas present was talking to the audience, there he went over and ate the entire feast. He looks at the ghost of Christmas present and burps. <clears throat> Sorry, I get a little hungry after midnight. You fool! Without the feast, I have no power to show you others' lives in the presents. <sighs> I must not tell it to you now. I don't want anyone telling me anything. Just leave me alone. All I want to see is the back of my eyelids. Barry shoves him out the door, yeah. slams it shut, and walks back into bed. Just as he gets comfortable, the ghost of Christmas future walks in. Who are you? Are you the ghost of Christmas future? Who is foretold to me by Colonel Clovers? Why won't you speak? More than any other spirit I've seen tonight, do you frighten me? Maybe you won't frighten me as much if I take off your hood. Barry removes the hood to reveal that the ghost of Christmas future is... 
Elvis Presley? Elvis Presley? Oh, a hunk of hunk of burden love. Yeah, man, thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. What do you want with me? Man, with the way you're going, you ain't nothing but a hound dog. Keep this dazzle frazzle going, building up snoozing in Dixieland. Well, I don't want to do whatever it was that you said. I just want to go back to sleep. Oh, 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 thank you, just like you man. Maybe this guitar here will help us take a street. As the ghost of Christmas future starts singing Blue Christmas, the other ghosts come in. The ghost of Christmas past yells, Grab the head of my sleeve! And the ghost of Christmas past starts ad-libbing by telling them that each of his neighbors is doing right now. Cluggins comes in wearing a ghost trapper suit along with a mopped up vacuum cleaner on his back. The ghost trapper's theme is playing in the background. Who are you gonna call? Joe proceeds to zap the ghost with the vacuum until they run off stage. He takes his straps and throws it backstage, then drags it back. <laughs> well, seems I've got your ghost. Joe, what are you doing here? Joe? I'm Dr. Will Murray. Oh, by the way, here's the bill for the apparitions. A thousand dollars? That is outrageous. I'll pay you down those It's three hundred for ghosts and another one hundred for services rendered. If you want, I, I can release them. Oh, no, 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 no. That's fine. I'll sign it. There. Thanks again. No problem. Finally, I can get some sleep. The light slowly comes on as the music for time passing plays. Barry is in bed. But suddenly he hears a noise. A train whistle blows. Jump, John Geronimo! What is that? All aboard! What? It's a real locomotive. There's no railroad going through my street. All aboard! Well, are you coming? Coming? Come away! Why? To the North Pole, thought. This is the Pole Express! Wait. The Pole Express? Yes, as in the North Pole. The North Pole? Well, Einstein, according to my calculations... Barry rips out a calculator. From where we are positioned on this part of the Western Hemisphere, it would take a train traveling at a constant speed of 60 miles per hour if it were traveling in a straight line. Approximately $96 to reach the North Pole. No, son. We'll be there by midnight. Midnight? How do you figure that, genius? It's a magic train! Oh, well, I guess that explains everything. So, are you coming? Actually, I'd rather be a good night's sleep. Thank you very much. Uh, I think you didn't hear me. This is the Paul Express! Is this you? Uh, no. Well, seems I made my mistake. Please give me the ticket in your pocket. Ticket? What ticket? Barry reaches into his back pocket and pulls out a ticket. What the? How did this get in my pocket? It's a magic ticket. Here, give it to me so that I may under it all and all it. Barry hands the ticket to the conductor and he uses a whole bunch of it. Here you go. Whoa, it's a marker. 
Lead, as in lead the way. No, it's pronounced leg. I said leg below. Barry looks extremely puzzled. Well, I have to be going. I have a schedule to keep. Where did the railroad come from? It's a magic railroad! Finally, I can get some sleep. The Nutcracker enters the scene through Barry's door. Get up, Barry White! Come with me! Now who the target are you? I am the Nutcracker that was given to you this Christmas Eve. Well, that's just plum crazy. I didn't get no Nutcracker. Yes, you did. Now come quickly with me so that we may join the toy soldiers in their battle against the Rat King and his nefarious army. If victorious, we shall sail across the Lemonade Sea where we shall meet the Ice Queen. Then we will journey to Toyland where we may watch the dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies. Mm -hmm. Listen to you. I ain't going nowhere. I just want... and intense music plays as he comes towards them, as menacing as he can be. Oh no! We gotta be so fast and we're running food! Did somebody call an exterminator? No, it's you! Joe proceeds to spray the rat king and he retreats off stage. Joe turns to Barry. Oh, you are Joe, aren't you? Well, of course I am, Barry. Oh, now here's the bill. Bill? Yeah, Barry, I can't give these jobs for free, you know. That was like a 100 pound rat right there. It'd be about 75. And I'll throw an extra 45 and chase off this freaky nutcracker. Huh? All right then, Bill. Joe hands the bill to Barry inside. Joe then proceeds to chase the scared nutcracker off stage. They both leave. Well, finally, maybe now I can get some sleep. The scene once again begins with Barry in bed again. Suddenly, the lights come on, and an angel is standing in his room. Hello, Barry. Now, I know you're shocked to see me. Surprisingly, I'm not surprised anymore. What do you want? Well, I'm your cardigan angel, Barry. I'm here to grant you your wish. Oh, to have a peaceful night of sleep? Oh, no. To see what your life would be like if you were never born. Ever born? What kind of crazy cuckoo wish for that? I guess I'll just have to show you. Come with me and... Suddenly, a young child with a BB gun enters. Mister! Mister, you have to help me! Now who are you? Uh, yeah, son. Who are you? No time to explain! These robbers are trying to get in, and you need to help me set traps for them! Well, traps? Call the police for being insane! I can't! My parents left me home alone! I'll explain later. Right now we have to... Suddenly, Frosty the Snowman enters. Whoa! Hi! I'm Frosty the Snowman! A jolly happy soul! Will you come with me to the North Pole so that I won't melt? Oh no you don't! I've already been asked to go to the North Pole tonight. And I'll tell you what I told him. No! Suddenly, Santa Claus himself enters. Barry, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? 
Number one, what was that thing about my nose? And number two, no, 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 no! Uh, yeah, Santa, he can't come with you because he's coming with me. No, he has to come with me or I'll start melting. There's no time. You have to come with me. The crooks are over here. Nonsense. Put one foot in front of the other and come with me or Christmas is ruined. They all surround Barry and plead with him to come with them. Barry sits on his bed clutching his covers while yelling, No! No! no. Jenny, <laughs> 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 